What an incredible uh, story uh, involving brothers at the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, Eagles this is great. And, yeah. Eagles and Chiefs. Oh, it's not just the Kelsey's. I'm no? sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's two brothers separated, not at birth, but very young in their lives. They started their life in a Japanese orphanage. They were adopted by different families in America. One grew up in South Jersey. Mm -hmm. One grew up in liberal Kansas. One's an Eagles fan. One guy's going, I got screwed. Liberal? One's a Chiefs fan. They didn't know each other existed until the age of 16. And now they get to celebrate a Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? This is kind of, this is super duper crazy. How crazy is this? This is a great story. So the twin brothers, Steve and Tom, again, living in different families in different parts of the country, Mm -hmm. um, grew up Eagles and Chiefs fans. Identical twin brothers, Steve Tazumi and Tom Patterson, share an almost identical love for football. Chiefs are going to win by at least three. At least three. I I feel really strong about the Eagles. But as close as the brothers are now, for decades they had no relationship at all. Steve and Tom were born in Japan, and around the age of two, they were adopted by different families. Steve grew up in South Jersey, and Tom in Kansas. Steve didn't know Tom existed until the age of 16. And my mom and dad, during Christmas time, said, you know, I have to tell you something, and He says, you have an identical twin brother somewhere out there. The brothers reunited when they were 40 years old in 1999. While they still live about 1,500 miles apart, they've gone to a few football games together. It's exciting for me to have him be a part of me, to to watch the NFL games and talk to one another and and fight with one another of our teams. It's kind of like the Kelsey brothers, you know, the two brothers opposing sides. So... It's, it's going to be fun and surreal at the same time because whoever loses, someone's going to lose. For Steve and Tom, football has given them a chance to bond. I've never had a brother, and it's nice to talk about sports, and, and we talk every day usually. You know, everybody says it's the Super Bowl or the uh, Andy Reid Bowl or the Kelsey Bowl, but it's the Tom Patterson, Steve Tazumi Bowl. That's pretty awesome. That's Isn't that story cool? from 6ABC. Wouldn't you like to wake up on Christmas morning at 16 and your parents say to you, I got something to tell you. Not you really got like a brother that. I don't, know. I don't know if that's the I way to go I think that would be it. so cool. Maybe at, uh, at four or three, or a little bit earlier. Uh, you wouldn't understand it. three or four. twin brother out there. He's having to be both in America and rooting for opposite teams for the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. I think it's a great story. Awesome. I hope we see more of that kind of stuff as the week goes on of like some of these cool stories where you have long lost you know relatives that appeared out of nowhere and I'm an Eagle fan and you're a Chief fan and here we sit. I think it's great. Now, again, that guy got adopted into liberal Kansas is probably thinking to myself, how did I end up in the middle of nowhere? At least this guy got South Jersey outside of Philadelphia. I grew up in liberal Kansas. God, how much would that suck living in liberal Kansas as a kid? What do you do out there? I don't know. What do you do in any small town in America? I don't know. I wouldn't want to live in a small town. I couldn't do it. You go to the gas station, get a Kino ticket? Yeah. You got all kinds of trouble in a small town. I, I guess think. you could. Uh, the uh, the annual game day dips uh, map is out. I need help with this one. From the uh, Food Network. By the way, did you guys see the uh, little tailgate ta- uh, takedown Chiefs and uh, Raiders on Food Network? I did not. Mike P. and uh, Sheila from Gangster Goodies Kitchen took on 
team from Oakland and uh, laid the smackdown on the Oakland team, took took home the uh, tailgate takedown trophy. So shout out to both of them, Mike P and Sheila. Why was Oakland involved? And they pitted two teams, <laughs> and they had it at Arrowhead earlier in the year, yeah. and so whoever won. They didn't have anybody from Vegas they right. could have gotten? Oh, Oakland, Vegas, you oh, know, oh, same okay. thing. Oh, okay. Yay. I didn't know. I, didn't, I thought it was actually Oakland. I'm like, they couldn't find anybody from Vegas that actually actually tailgated for their team right. anymore? So they did it in front of Arrowhead, and whoever won, they got tickets to go inside the Oakland, Oakland freaking Oakland, Vegas and Chiefs game. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, shout out to them. Food Network, always bringing it. So Kansas, I guess we start in Missouri because that's where the team's located. I want to. Piss anybody off. Somebody got the, um, the, the thing wrong the other day. I think it was total frat move on Twitter tweeted mm-hmm. out like this state is rooting for the the only state rooting for the Chiefs and it was Kansas and it was in red. And then they quickly corrected it like 10 minutes later and had Missouri red <laughs> and Kansas is normal color. <laughs> uh, so Missouri's favorite dip is the green dip. What is that? I don't know. I Googled green dip and it kept coming up the green uh, Greek green goddess dip. Yeah, that's a salad dressing, yeah. isn't it? What is green dip? I don't know. And why is it the number one dip in Missouri? I don't know. It's the only state that has that one. So I'm like, is that a Missouri thing that we don't know about? What is the gr- who's the green dip? Who's, yeah, the, who's green the green dip? dip? So the only thing I came up with with green dip was this Greek goddess uh, based dip. I don't know if that's the thing or not, but that was apparently the the official game day dip of of Missouri. Dub, you live in Missouri. You having green dip on the spread on Sunday? Absolutely not. What do you know? What green dip <laughs> no is? Clue. This must be something from like the hinterlands of Missouri, like outside the metro areas for green dip. But they're all kind of different. Yeah, and they're, they're not different. they're not the same. No, yeah. Right. So I have no idea what this green, green dip goddess is. One there's a Greek uh, goddess dip that's believed to be the green dip. Greek yogurt. Feta cheese, Ugh, olive oil. No. So I don't know. That's when I the saw the of, story, I started looking as well, Kling. I was that's like, the one of Missouri. Dip. I don't know what that is. Well, from the 913, Missouri probably doesn't know. It's just called guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's a chance. There's a Look chance. here, 913. <laughs> There's a chance. Look here, 913. I got your green dip oh, right that's here. that's good. I like that. That's a really funny oh, one. It's good. It's, it's fantastic. Well yeah, yeah. That's what I thought well at done. first that meant, too, because I looked it up, and I was like, do they mean guacamole? And no, it's that's just what, a green dip. Uh, here's another one from the 913. It's what idiots call guacamole. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They're the only state that has it. Okay? I know. The only one. They're the only state of this The only that has state it, okay? that is green dip. Kansas, is, <laughs> Kansas has got the buffalo chicken dip. Ah. They're among many states that they consider the buffalo chicken dip right. their official game day dip. I don't like buffalo chicken dip. My wife loves it, makes it. The high V has a great one, she says. Oh, yeah. It's really but good. But I, I just, I never cared for the buffalo chicken dip. You don't like a little little heat to it's it. Not, I, don't, I don't know what it is, Josh. I, I don't know if it's. Do you the, like buffalo sauce or not? Yeah, Some people don't I don't like buffalo I, I don't sauce. Mind buffalo you know? sauce, but if I'm I'm choosing wings, I'm taking the Cajun butter chicken wings from Smokehouse Barbecue. I'm not going, you know the but but buffalo sauce does. I think it's probably the mayonnaise, the cream cheese, the whatever else cheese yeah. is in the. I don't know. It just it just never have been my thing. So, green dip and buffalo chicken dip mm-hmm. from the eight one six green dip is Copenhagen that's been in a spitter for three oh, weeks. Geez. <laughs> and then the the other bizarre one was uh, was Oklahoma, which has the uh, chocolate chip cookie dip. Ah, that's good. 
That's not a dip, though, is it? But it's like just cream cheese it with raw. <laughs> isn't that like cookie dough? It? No, 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 cookie dough it, raw. It, it's like it's like sour or not sour cream, but cream cheese, right? Okay. With sugar, uh huh, and with like chocolate chips, I think, and you dip cookies in it. I mean, it sounds good. sounds great. Doesn't I wouldn't I don't know. But you can explain that to me. I still don't know what green dip is. Well, it could be whatever you want it to be, just that it's green. I guess. I thought it was green for another reason. It's true. Could be. Could be. Now. Yeah, now. Absolutely, yeah. I heard the dispensaries were a mess on Friday. Packed. Lines. There was tents set up. Tents. People tents. were tailgating. People were camping out because they, they thought today was going to be the day. And so yeah, they like surprised early. everybody with a Friday opening. I got a text from a friend of mine. He lives in Midtown. He goes, oh, my God. It's like, <laughs> so is that like <laughs> is that like when the, the, the gates at Arrowhead said they're going to open at 11 and yes, open at 10? They open at 10. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what happened? There were too many people tailgating, so they just started early? Let's That's go ahead it, and get yeah. this show rolling. Oh, wow. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what better day to open it, though, than a Friday going into the weekend, right? On, I mean, all the extra money that you're probably taken in over the weekend if anybody went to the dispensary let us know at 913-586-7610 what was your wait time did you did you park and what flavor did you go with is it just how dri- is parking drive through i think they got drive throughs right i think you can yes, order online and pick up as well and and do all that kind of stuff so you door dash it yeah probably not, <laughs> probably not. I, probably not yet. I i was thinking of starting a business called weed dash well, it's not a terrible idea. No, it's a brilliant idea. Get through the legalities of it. What legalities? Just tell me what you want. I'll go get it. I'll charge well, you 10%. I, mean, I think there's probably some like carrying and possession and well, handing over kind of issues you'd probably have to work through. I don't think. I don't know. I don't, I don't think you'd want to just go, I'll beg for forgiveness on that one, Bob. Well, I mean, you, you have liquor delivery. I mean, what you have food delivery. It's yeah. a legal product in yeah. the state, yeah. Josh. We're not talking about something that's illegal I unless you live in Kansas. Some, I would bet there's some legal hurdles. That's all I'm saying. You know. can open the business tomorrow and let me know. But I would guess you'd probably, uh, probably want to make sure you had all your, uh, your eyes uh, dotted. That's right. I'm always looking for ways to make extra money. You are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Aren't you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you need weed, I'll come and deliver it for you. <laughs> Fesco's courier service. I don't know if that's how that works. Hey, just... we deliver body parts, for God's sakes, to people. Coolers with hearts in them are being delivered all over this place. Keeping igloo coolers in yeah. business. Yeah. Some dispensaries are already delivering. Well, I, understand the, I understand the dispensary delivering. I'm just saying the, the pickup, like, I don't think you'd quite door dash it yet. Can you? Yeah, I don't know. We're like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm supposed to take this. to. And how much of that going to be tampered yeah, I need with to go before he gets there? Uh, I got Ooh. an order pickup for Fred here because Fred is Fred's. Yeah, <laughs> He got birthday oh, cake sure, and sure strawberry do. delight. Sure I should do. sample both of these. <laughs> sure you do. Do you know Kansas is one of three states to not have some sort of legalized marijuana? How stupid is Kansas? And now you're surrounded by it. Like, what are they going to do? Are they going to police the state line? They could. They did in Colorado, they didn't did, they? For uh, yeah, they did for a while there. Yeah. They they controlled things out west when Colorado was doing it. They yeah. were, they it was were also pulling, like 20 years ago now. They were it? pulling people over, right? <laughs> yeah, they were. At the border? They were. Yep. All right, caller 61 right now, 913-586-7610. Three contestants in the next segment, one right here, caller 61. 
Going to have a chance to get registered to win a $500 Hy-Vee gift card. Just have to know stuff about the show. 60 seconds will be on the clock. Answer as many questions as you can. Looking for caller 61 right now. 913-586-7610 to play next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Hear from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes Tuesday at 8.30 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Time to play the game. It is time to play the game. Today, the final day to get one person registered to win a $500 Hy-Vee gift card. The official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can find a huge selection of Chiefs apparel. They're getting new stuff every day. Chiefs plates, napkins, party supplies, Chiefs-themed cookies, cakes, and cupcakes. And oh, by the way, just about everything else to throw that big game party. $500 gift card at Hy-Vee. Just have to know stuff about the show. Simple as that. Contestants are going to have 60 seconds to answer as many questions about the show's history. We just passed the 13-year mark. The more you know, the better your chances. One of our uh, three contestants during this segment is going to get registered to win the $500 gift card. And we'll announce the winner tomorrow. Our first contestant of the day today will be Ed. Ed, you will have 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Good Good morning, fellas. Listen to you for years and... Hopefully, I didn't have selective hearing. Okay, that, that's <laughs> that's only that when we, uh, we all have your that. boss talks like ours. We all have that. All right, sixty seconds on the clock yep. for Ed. Ready? What NFL movie featuring Kevin Costner will we not watch? I don't know. Friday Night Lights. That's Pacino. I'm not sure. What hotel does Tammy work at? The Westin. Who performed? During the Rangers-Islanders intermission at Yankee Stadium and double-birded us. Oh, good Lord. These are hard. Uh, pass. Which sideline reporter blocked Bob after the World Series? She may be on the Super Bowl, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what day does Pete Sweeney join us every week? Wednesday. True or False. My wife and I have twins. That's true. What time does the show start? 5.58 a.m. What hour of the show used to be commercial free? Uh, 8.30 to 9, so the 8 o'clock hour. There you got go. It. You got, got it. I got, got four. Yeah, that's good. That's good a good job, little Ed. run there, Ed. Yeah. Nicely Ed done. Right at the yeah. beginning. He, he came through. Yeah, no, he, he did. Ed he got, did really Ed good. Ed got yeah. four. Nice job. Uh, NFL movie featuring Kevin Costner. We won't watch Draft Day. Draft Day. I'm surprised we even mentioned it. Haven't haven't seen it. Nope. Oh, it just brings us back to Super Bowl memories. It all. does. It really does. Yeah. Um, Tammy works at the Westin. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Asilo uh, was who double birded us. <laughs> Still one of the great moments of all time. There's not a good enough video. I, why weren't we shooting videos? What I want to know. Because it was 2014. It was too, it was too, and it was cold. It was too cold. Is yeah. The real reason is. <laughs> Because it was too cold. It was so cold. But, and after uh, the picture, you took a Spectre and Mike Tirico. True, you, true. you should not done, have been using that. I was done that. taking yeah. photos right. then. But uh, he was at Yankee Stadium for the outside hockey game. Right. 
and uh, bad bad musical choice. He got the words wrong to Journeys Don't Stop Believing, yeah, which turned. every drunk knows the words to. And at an outdoor hockey game featuring the Islanders and Rangers, everybody was drunk and knew the words except mm. CeeLo. Mm-hmm. And so they booed him. It uh, was a booable offense. Which sideline reporter blocked you at the, after the World Series? It was Aaron Andrews. Yes, yeah. she's on the Super Bowl. Well, she got up there on the dais and didn't know the names of the people she was presenting the trophy to. Mm. How hard was that? Mm-hmm. And what day does Pete Sweeney join us? That'd be Tuesdays. And you got the other ones right. Mm-hmm. I have twins. Show starts at 5.58. First person that's got that right. Yeah, good job, that was Ed. really good. Good job out of you. And he knew that the 8.30 to 9 was the, uh, he was very specific. I'd, I'd give you the 8 o'clock hour. He knew yep. 8.30 to 9. 8.30 to 9. He was, was really specific free. on that. So, so that was really good. So mm-hmm. Ed came through with four. Four will be the number to beat. Mm-hmm. Coming up in five minutes. So uh, 913-586-7610. Caller 61 will be our second contestant. Coming up in about five minutes. So dial in now, 913-586-7610. Here's the, here's a great NFL story. All right. (laughs) Also from the no duh category. Las Vegas. No duh. Oh, yeah. Well, it was no duh when they took football, right? Right. Yes, of course we're going to do that. It was actually no duh when they took hockey. Then they took football. That's right. Now they're like, hey, baseball wants to come. We're cool, too. So a story written in the Las Vegas Review Journal. I don't know why they they were were circling back around, I think, on people, right? Right. Um, Local business owners met with the A's last week. And they said, you know, if stuff doesn't work out there, we'd be more than happy to host host you here. Like, no doubt about it. Apparently, and I didn't know this until reading this article, MLB is willing to waive the relocation Correct. fee for the A's, too. That if Las Vegas were to wait wow. for an expansion team, which they would be in line for one, sure, you could be paying a massive fee to the league. Between $1 and $2 billion in an expansion just fee. To, just to join the league. Right. But that MLB, if Oakland moved, would waive about wow. waiving any kind of fees. Right. And so they could get a team to relocate without having to ante up that kind of money. That's first, right. Which is kind of unbelievable. It, it's it's great. I think it's I think it's fantastic. And what so I, the the preference in Vegas was believed to be at one point have an expansion team because then it's our team. Right. Right? We start from scratch. It's our team. We build it kind of like the Knights. Yeah, exactly. Like they got a groundswell. They got really good support. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a relocated team. It's a it was a brand new team, right? So they they essentially wanted that, at least according to reports, at the get go. That that was their preference. Excuse me, I could save two billion dollars by doing what now? We'll take the A's. We'll take the A's. <laughs> <laughs> great history, great yeah, uniforms. Yeah, sure. Seemingly are always competitive. Sure. You know. Sure, yeah, we'll take yeah. the A's. They even have a site and everything. Oh, they're ready to go. Oh, yeah. The, the, all they need is the yes from Rob Manfred and baseball's in Las Vegas. So someone from Resorts World Las Vegas, their president, said, we reinforced our support. We believe the best sites on Sahara slash Las Vegas Boulevard. They already got a play. They they're ready to go. They're ready to Having go. Having the A's in Las Vegas will be a great for the strip properties and the Las Vegas community. Mm-hmm. The A's will have our full support. <laughs> oh, you think so? 
You just like to grab a team and move them to Vegas? You guys are all in on it, huh? You're all in oh, okay. on it. I kind of like that. And and I'm really kind of surprised that the NBA is going to be the last league that's in Las Vegas. I know. They, they I owned the Las Vegas for years. Remember when they were doing their all-star game in Las Vegas? And everybody goes, what are you doing it there for, you know? Like, the NBA has well, owned. Point, was, <gasps> oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Can you believe there. that? Meanwhile, we've got college kids playing in a ballroom, you know, in some bad tournament out there every year. Um, but the, the NBA was, like, the first, like, sports league to like go to taboo Las Vegas and go, oh my God, how could you be with all the gambling and the riffraff and whatever? The NBA is like, no, we're going to Las Vegas. We're going to make Las Vegas a city. And then all of a sudden, the other three sports leagues have kind of swooped in and kind of stolen their thunder out of Las Vegas. Kudos to the NHL for not sleeping on Las Vegas and, and really being that first franchise in there. And I think they get pretty good crowds, Josh. And I think the fans out there are really fans of that team out in Las Vegas. It's not like with the Raiders where when you go to a game at Allegiant Stadium, it's the opposing team that has brought all their fans in there. Because, again, for football, it's a weekend sport. It's one day a week. You can plan your trips and take a weekend out in Las Vegas to go watch your team. Hockey's a little bit tougher. you got Tuesday night games and Thursday night games, and they're not all on the weekends. And so you kind of develop your own fan base out there. And plus, they were the first fan base out there. They were new. You know, they were a brand-new team. They weren't a, a retread team from Oakland that was relocating to Las Vegas. And so I think they hit the ground running with the hockey team. And then they made the Stanley Cup Finals, for God's sakes, their first year in the league. And so I think the city became hooked on them. Baseball is going to be great in Las Vegas. It's going to be one of those perfect sports like you go out there in the summertime or in the early spring or whatever the case may be and you've had enough gambling. Go watch a baseball game. Go watch a Major League Baseball game. I think it is going to be absolutely wonderful to see a baseball team out there. And I'm rooting for the NBA to get out there as quickly as possible, too, so Las Vegas can go some zero to franchises the four in like a five-year period. I mean, it's crazy. So apparently this will be at one end of the uh, the strip. The football stadium is at the other end of the strip. Yeah. Blah, blah. The amazing part of that, too, is I don't you know fully know the, the full layout, just having been out there a, a couple times you know, for, for Chiefs games and what have you. Um, they're building like outward, right? Mm-hmm. But still they have room to put, put everything near the strip. I mean, the football stadium's like right there. Is it? And then the baseball stadium they're proposing to be right there too. Amazing how they could just keep kind of clearing out little, little sections right where you want to be. It's not like, oh, it's on the other side of town and you got to get, um, you know, your, your, your gambler people or whatever from the casinos out to the, mm-hmm. you can just walk right there. It's like right by everything. It's amazing that you're able to still carve out. I mean, it's pretty big size properties to be able to, to, to do this and still have them be right where you want them to be, which is by all the action. It's amazing. Well, there are two things. Number one, we're lucky there's a lot of old, you know, decrepit hotels that they're tearing down out there that, that makes that room on the strip available for those things. And number two, the baseball stadium and even a football stadium footprint, Josh, isn't as big as you think it is. It only looks big for us because we have both stadiums and massive parking, you know, as far as the eye could see. But if you take the two stadiums, you can fit them easily inside the oval at Kansas Speedway. We've all seen that picture. And you'd have plenty of room with those two stadiums in there to do something else once you put those two stadiums inside Kansas Speedway. So the footprint really isn't that big. You don't need as much space as you as you probably think you need. And the other thing you don't need in Las Vegas, and, and I hate to say this because I don't believe we necessarily need it here as much as people think, is parking as far as the eye could see. In Las Vegas, most people that are going to these games are probably from out of town and staying at the hotels and can walk to all of these events. And so you don't need to go out there 
and have massive parking areas like you do for a lot of stadiums now. You can just put that sucker on the strip and people can park at the hotels and walk over to the game if they wanted to. Yeah, most of the cars I saw in line, you remember, were California cars. Yeah. All the the people that were in Vegas probably walked over to the uh, the stadium. All right. It is time once again to attempt to get somebody registered to win the $500 high V gift card. Just have no stuff about the show. 60 seconds uh, on the clock. Answer as many questions as you can about the show. Our next contestant will be John. John, good morning. Good morning. All right. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Who calls Bob Legend Bob? Billy Coons. Who was once a third member of the show? Ryan. Fill in the blank. Bloody blank man. Pass. What Sopranos actor appeared on our show multiple times during the New York Super Bowl? Uh, Pass. What day does Mitch Holtis join the show? Friday. Who sends the game over text? Pass. Spell Fesco. F-E-S-C-O-E. Who does overnights on 610 Sports Radio and joins us every Thursday? Oh, uh, pass. Who is the only repeat champion in Survivor history? Josh. There we got it in. Just under the buzzer. John got five. I got five. Yep. Good job, John. Way to go, John. Way You're the fight. leader in the clubhouse, Way bud. fight back. Yeah. Fighting through it there. Good that job. was good. Good job. Uh, Legend Bob, of course, is Billy Coons, who was once a third member of the show. He said Ryan. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, fill in the blank, bloody, we're looking for naked, bloody naked man. That's right, bloody naked man. A famous day in our show's history where uh, Bob was stranded in his neighborhood because it was on lockdown mm-hmm. for a uh, bloody yeah. naked man. Bloody and naked running through the neighborhood. I mean, things happen all the time. Uh, what Sopranos actor appeared on our show multiple times? Vito Spadafore. Yes, he was uh, He was hawking water coolers. Water cooler covers like with NFL logos. Like for the big five-gallon water jugs that's, that you get at your office. what they were. How did those go over? I don't did he know sell if, a lot of those? I don't, I don't know if those ever took off. I don't recall seeing many of those. But he was uh, he was a star there. I mean, he was on the Sopranos. He was a big deal. He was a big deal on Monday, and then as the week got on, he just stood in the corner and looked at us. We were come back over, man. We We feel bad. We were uh, one of the first stations to talk to him, so we were on a friendly basis with him by the time the week was over. Uh, Mitch joins us on Fridays on the show. Uh, Bob sends the game over text. And uh, who does overnights on 610 Sports Radio and joins us every Thursday? We Ben Maller Mm -hmm. of Fox Sports Radio. I guess we got some work to do with our people that come on the show. We haven't hit a lot of those correctly. You notice that? Well, because they're not tuning in for them. Mm. They're tuning in for us. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, don't tell them. Jeez. Uh, So John. Except Mitch. Leads with five. Five questions correct in 60 seconds. If you could beat John, you'll have a chance to be our uh, final person registered. Be caller number 61 right now at 913-586-7610. Our final Mm. contestant. Coming up in about five minutes, 913-586-7610. Be caller number 61. You asked the question earlier, and I think it's valid. I think we're all kind of asking ourselves this as well. Um, I asked DJ this question because I I, I want to get his take on it because the dude played the game, you know, and mm-hmm. they got he's got a different perspective than what Are we Are the do. Eagles a factor of their schedule? Yeah. 
I think it's I think some of it is valid. Because some of their numbers are gaudy. I mean well, some of their numbers are identical to the Chiefs. And their their offensive numbers are are up there with the Chiefs. I mean, they are they are not bad offensively. Listen right? to this. Both the Eagles and Chiefs are sixteen and three. Both scored five hundred and forty six points. Both have six all pros, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback, and both of their conferences number one seeds. You couldn't be any more yeah, identical. Yeah. They're uh, things that differ. Their turnover margins plus eight. Yeah. Chiefs are minus three. That's well going to be a big like one. A, against yeah. the like going against the odds. They were third best in turnover margin, which usually equates to a winning team, right? Very much like, so. Yeah. You're up there. Um, they like the Chiefs are first in offense. In in yards, Eagles are third. Mm-hmm. They're third in points. Chiefs are first. Chiefs are first in uh, passing yards. Well, they're top 10 in both rushing and passing. <laughs> they tr- they've uh, given it away less than the Chiefs have offensively. Uh, defensively, they're first in yards per play. They're second in yards per game. They're first in passing yards per game. They're first in sacks. Mm-hmm. We thought the Chiefs had a good sack year, and they did. They have 15 more sacks than the Chiefs do. It's an incredible and that's number. one and two in the NFL in sacks. Yeah, it's an incredible number they how far away. sacks on the season. Yeah. And four of their dudes are in double figures. I know, it's nuts. That That's the part that scares you, that's right? It's not a basketball box score I'm talking about where four guys are in double figures. No, no. These are four sack artists that are in double figures. That is, is that the thing that kind of scares you the most going into this game? Yeah, getting, is, after, it, getting after the quarterback, yeah. Yeah, especially with him being hobbled a little bit and, and, and whatnot. You know, the last thing you need to do is have Patrick Mahomes on the run, except if it's the last play of the game against the Bengals, and then we'll put him on the run every single time to get that first down and put you in field goal range to kick the game winner. But it's, it's look, we've talked about it all year, and it's going to be something that we're going to talk about, I think, a lot this week. The two tackles, in my opinion, this week are going to be on display, whether it's Orlando Brown Jr. on the left side or Wiley on the right side. Both of those guys are going to be on display, and it's going to come down to how well those guys play. And as you know, when you see the Super Bowl, games, players are magnified. Everybody looks at this game bigger than any other game for obvious reasons. And if Orlando Brown Jr. goes out there and does not have a good day, there's no chance you can bring Orlando Brown Jr. back. Same thing goes with Wiley on the other side. If he's getting run over by Hassan Reddick all afternoon, you've got to find yourself an upgrade at the tackle position. And that's kind of my biggest fear going into this game is that on Monday morning we're talking about we definitely now need two new tackles on this team. I think we probably do anyway on this team, but I don't want to see it overexposed on Sunday night against the Philadelphia Eagles because they can flat out, Josh, get after it on their defensive line. And you mentioned it, four guys in double digits in sacks, 70 total sacks. Like, they were grabbing sacks this year like it was nobody's business. I mean, they were going out there and getting the quarterback down seemingly on every single play. And then you watched what they did in that NFC championship game. It, it, they're going to have their hands fall along that offensive line, and that's ultimately what it's going to come down to. Yeah. I mean, tackles are going to have to play their best. You need them to play their best they game. Need, they, they, by far right? play their best game. They're going to have to play their Can't best game. Can't have any excuses. Yes. I feel like we've, we've, we've lived with them, right, all right. year. Right. 
And some of the like, okay, okay, it's gotten better. Oh, it looks like they did. I didn't notice them today. It's gotten better. That offensive line's got to play well. These but they're guys facing their people. biggest test of the yes. year. This is by far the biggest test of the year. This is going to show whether Orlando Brown Jr. is a franchise left tackle or not. If he goes out there and stymies whoever's in front of him all game long and you don't mention Orlando Brown Jr., then maybe we do have a different conversation going into the offseason. But right now, those are the two guys, man. Like, if, if you're starting to handicap this game a little bit, what scares you about the Chiefs? It's the two tackles right now. I mean, DJ said it. He didn't care who it is. Double-digit sacks or double-digit double sacks. sacks. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. Yeah. Reddick, 16. Hargrave, 11. Sweat, 11. Graham, 11. It's not Yikes. easy. And you didn't even mention Indomitian Sue, who plays on this or, team, or, too. It was right? pointed out by one of the guys, like, they brought him here. He's third string. Yeah. What? It's ridiculous. It's 70 sacks. And, and we were great with the Chiefs having 55. Right. <laughs> and and it's, look, in the NFL, they Those are age, one, one and two in the NFL. If you're getting that many sacks, you're really, really good. Because they don't allow you to sack the quarterback mm-hmm. anymore, right? Everybody's in the pistol. Everybody's getting rid of the ball in under two seconds. Guys are running all over the field. You're not Ron Jaworski and Phil Sims back in the day where you stood there like a statue and got your brains beat in. The quarterback... In, 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 able, in order to sack the quarterback, you have got to be so fast and so perfect at what you're doing to be able to get to the quarterback in that limited amount of time. And so I think that's going to be very interesting to watch over the next 60 minutes of football that we play on Sunday is what defensive line is getting after it, man. And if the, if the Eagles defensive line is able to get after it and make Patrick Mahomes look uncomfortable in the pocket, could be a long day for the Chiefs offense. All right, time for our final contestant. It will be Shane, the final try to get qualified for the $500 Hy-Vee gift card just for knowing the show. Our final contestant will have 60 seconds on the clock. Shane, are you ready? I'm ready. Answer as many questions as you can in 60 seconds. We start now. Besides B-Dub, name another producer of the show. Ryan Wachowski. Where did we do the show from in the 2020 pandemic? You did it from Josh's basement. What recently canceled segment are listeners most upset about? Who are you talking about? What is the boss's name? Spectre. Fill in the blank. Beers with the blank. Boys. Bob has, true or false, two sons. False. Whose jersey did we egg before a playoff game in the 16 playoffs? Ben Roethlisberger. Spell Klingler. K-L-I-N-G-L-E-R. Shane is in. He has got, got six. Whoa. Wow. Even Once before the time, time ran out. Despair. Shane will be our uh, good yeah. job today. Good job Four, out of you. Four, five, and then six. That Those was a hell easy. of a run, man. That was nicely done. You were on a tear there. Didn't even need some final yeah. questions. Good job by you. Uh, name another producer. We had B-Dub, Ryan, Spectre. Mm-hmm. Those were our, our producers. Um, where did we do the show for the 2020 pandemic? It was Bob's office. Yeah. Not my basement. It was Bob's uh, guest room slash office. Uh, what recently canceled segment are listeners most upset about? It? We were looking for shouted out. That's right. You guys are really, really ticked. Uh, the boss's name is indeed Spectre. Uh, beers with the blank would be beers with the boys. Got We've that correct. We also would have accepted the Binkleys. Yes, beers with Bink. We did not accept that earlier, so we couldn't accept that again. Uh, true or false, Bob has two sons. No, he has two daughters. We egged Ben Roethlisberger's jersey that's before the playoffs. That's a good pull by you, too, Shane. Way to go. That's the, the Roethlisberger? Yeah, yeah. That's a, that was a yeah. good one. And he spelled my name right, so yeah. there you go. That's awesome. 
Uh, the only one we did not get that I was, I was the text line got it a number of times that, um, who was once a third member of the show. You guys named all producers. Mm-hmm. That's what we were. That's where we weren't looking for that. No, we were looking for something else. Text line got it right. Text line's got it right. We did not get that one right at any juncture during this contest. All right, those are our Neither contestants. Neither did we for that two years either. Those are our contestants. They knew the show best. And so one of them, tomorrow morning at 820, going to find out they're going to win a $500 uh, hy V gift card for that big game spread. So nice job, everybody, that uh, that took part. It got better as the week went on. It really did. It uh, really did. We, we were out of the shoot. It was a little slow. Didn't have wanna, to use the dump button as much. I don't want to name names, but there was, there was cursing in the first one. Was and, that Linda? And there was... Uh, not knowing any answers. None. There's random <laughs> so voices got, popping up. It's got a little got a little better since then. Charlie Wise. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. What? <laughs> we didn't ask who the smelliest guest we ever had. That was, was. still that was still weird. Also, that voice came out of nowhere. Charlie, Charlie Wise. Charlie Wise. Oh, Where was that at? Show ends at ten. <laughs> so it did get better. It did get better. So congratulations to all our. Uh, all our finalists will announce the winner tomorrow at 8.20. If you believe in conspiracies, well, the score is out there. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. <laughs> Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. This is a real heads up listener as well. They said, Would you accept Tyler as a producer? Yeah, absolutely. Said, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Tyler was part yeah. of the show early on. Early on, yeah. Right? So, yeah, if you know all the names that were part of it, good for you. Someone else says, I don't know the name, but he said Blake Bortles was the next Tom Brady. Yep, that's, that's right. The one. Yeah, yep, that's, that's right. The one. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, if you believe in conspiracies, which I know Bob does. What? Since when? You can uh, go to Bob if you want the uh, tinfoil hat with your favorite team's logo on the side of it. No, we just got shirts right now. No. Okay. I thought you'd make people the tinfoil hat if they ask you to. Thought you just crafted those at home and <laughs> delivered them to people. <laughs> but if you believe there is one, uh, Pro Football Reference apparently had a page up that leaked the Super Bowl score. They had Philadelphia beating Kansas City 37-34. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. You could see the uh, time and date and the coaches, the records, the whole the whole nine, and then you could see essentially the uh, the the line score. And so, according to this leak, the Chiefs are going to get out to a ten nothing lead after the first quarter, which is amazing because the last fifteen Super Bowl winners all had a lead at the end of the first quarter. So that would be bucking the trend of the last fifteen years. Not that history matters, per se, in games like this. It's fun to look at and try to draw conclusions and whatnot. 
But if the Chiefs were to have a 10-0 lead in this one and then lose the game, they'd be the first team in 15 years to blow a first-quarter lead and not <laughs> win the Super Bowl. Do, if they do that, it ain't going to be pretty around yeah. these parts. Right? Yeah. All right. So, according to this, they trail after one, 10 to nothing. They lead at halftime, mm-hmm. 24 to 13. That's a nice lead at halftime. You're feeling pretty good about so, yourself, right? Leading by 10 at the end of one, leading by 11 at halftime. That's right. However, and, comma, then, and then lose and then lose. I don't like this at all. Well, they have the, the Eagles scoring 11 in the third quarter and the Chiefs getting blanked in the third quarter. So we have a tie game going into the fourth. Mm-hmm. And then it gets wild, I guess. I guess. We can't see the fourth quarter. That's cut off. Well, but, well, you can you can do the math, Bob. You're, I know, but you can't see. You can't like, see it. It doesn't show it on the thing. It doesn't show on the thing. But, um, and we don't know how it went down. I, how'd they get 11 in the third? Did the Eagles? I don't know. Did they go? Well, it looks like in the score? second quarter they missed an extra point. So if they, well, maybe not. They might have kicked field goals. Maybe, but I'm guessing they missed an extra point. And then they chased the points and they're in chasing the third. Points, That's yeah. what they're going with. So they screwed. They well, how else two. do you get 11, they right? Got eight. Well, they, I'm saying they might not have, they might not have chased points. They might have just. Just gone Crazy for, Nick Sirianni out here. Just gone just for two. You're going for it. Because he's looking at that 13 and it's driving him nuts. <laughs> right? Because you know coaches are doing that. They're yeah. looking up and go, that should be a 14. Could be just a, aggressive coaching. Yeah. Or they were chasing points. I think they're, I'm going to go with their chasing I points. Would, I would go with that too. Yeah. Missed an extra point in right. the second quarter. And now you're chasing and now, points. Now you're chasing points and you went for two. Right. And, and so you got, got a field goal, goal and a touchdown. And yeah. also knotted up 24-24 at the end of three. And then the Eagles go on to the 37-34 win. If you believe the leaked pro football reference page, Mm -hmm. that is no longer there. They also have the time of game of 337. They have the attendance at 63,381. You know we're going to be looking at this on game day to see what the final Uh, ends up being and how this all plays out, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm in. I don't like the final score prediction, but I'm in that this got out there. That's going to be the new thing now that the NFL needs to combat. I've been saying it for a decade. Nobody reacts. Now, all of a sudden, we got Arian Foster out there stealing my takes last week, and everybody's losing their mind over this NFL is scripted thing. It doesn't help the league to have Carl Cheffers refing in this game either. And I'm, I'm being serious as a heart attack with that one, Josh. Having Carl Cheffers ref your biggest game may be the most insane thing that the NFL has ever done because this guy is so biased against the Kansas City Chiefs and he hates the Chiefs and he throws flags on the Chiefs like it's nobody's business. So you already have that going against you. That's going to be a major topic, hopefully not this week, but if things were to go awry in that game on Sunday and Carl Cheffers is a featured participant in this game, we're going to be talking a lot about Carl Cheffers a week from today. And I don't want to be talking about Carl I don't Cheffers. Either. I don't either. So they never should have assigned Carl Cheffers to that game. So how can you not think the things that people are thinking right now about this league when everybody sees the worst official that you have (laughs) is refing the Super Bowl and is clearly biased against the Chiefs? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the page is no longer there. At least I couldn't find it. There's a preview page up, but there's no longer a uh, final score page up. And the... uh, the actual the Chiefs and the Eagles are are uh, reversed on on the preview page. Oh, so, so they change it around. So they try, no foul on the play for blocking the back. Throw people off the scent. So if you believe in the conspiracy, you're not gonna like the score. 
but we'll all be paying attention if this one ends up 37, 34 Eagles. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do if it ends up 37, 34? We're going to be screaming a lot on Monday. That's what we're going to be doing. And, And here's the thing that I've said for a decade now. Whether you believe in the script or not, or whatever, how and if you, they blow a double digit lead, oh, we're going to be freaking you'll be, out. You'll be more pissed about that, yeah, right? Yeah. But but I think whether you believe in the script well, or not, maybe not. Because if they blow a double digit lead and actually lose thirty seven, thirty four, I'll be crying conspiracy. It won't be won't be that they blew a lead, right? Is that it's it's completely? I'll be completely on your side. I'll be wearing a tinfoil helmet. If they lose a double digit lead and it ends up being thirty seven, thirty four final, <laughs> I'll take Monday off. Yeah, yeah. Because I got nothing else to say, yeah. <laughs> you know, but but it, but in all seriousness, whether you believe in the script or not, whether you believe in conspiracies, whatever the case may be, who the hell cares? It's such an entertaining, great product. Like there's nothing better on television for my money than the NFL. I love every minute. Of but it. I don't want I don't want I to love be the game. No, I don't want it. though. How though. popular is wrestling? I know, but I never watched wrestling because I knew it was fake. I never watched because my parents wouldn't let me, so I never got into it. But how popular is wrestling? I mean, Josh, they just sold out like the Alamo Dome for some big wrestling event. People love it. People love it. And if it ends up right. being 37 and I can have 34, that. Yeah. I can have that if I'm looking for scripted sport. I want sport on the up and up. And I want to live in your world, too. Did you visit <laughs> Missouri over the weekend? <laughs> just went and got some green dip. <laughs> Oh, they're calling it now green dip? Green dip. That's yeah. yes. what we're rolling with. That was yeah. the favorite dip of Missouri, according right. to uh, the Food Network. Club. Nobody knows what the green dip Nobody is. Nobody knows what the green dip is, but we're wondering. But we're wondering. So did you have some green dip over the I weekend? Because I want to live in your world, too. I'm saying if I wanted scripted sport, I, I know where to go get it. I don't want it here. It's 37-34. Yeah, we're going to be flipping out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people losing their minds. Uh, speaking of the wacky, there's some uh, wacky bets going on in the big game we'll get to next.